We're clear for takeoff. Yeah, yeah, you know it's time for Kings of the Heart. It is Kings of the Heart podcast. My name is Tariq Omari Walton. And you know what? Guess who I got back here this week? It is my brother, the one and only Dr. John Hart. Dr. Hart, what is up, brother? Hey, man. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to have you, man. It's good to have you. Thank you so much, man. I hope you miss me, Rick. Always, man. We always miss you, man. We definitely missed you last week for the Cypher. You know, it was dope though. Listen to it. It was dope. Yeah, we I had, hope everyone didn't. Yeah, we had to continue that conversation. We were having our roles train, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> Miss We know why stepped in and you know did her thing as well. So we miss actually miss you and Anisha. We miss yeah, half the team. Yeah, you yeah, know. But but we're here this week, man. Yeah. Yeah, we promise it's gonna be fire the next time. All four of us get together, it'll be fire. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. We gotta bring the family back together. Absolutely. But you know what? We've been having some really good conversations some deep conversations yep. and in an effort to try and lighten things up this week you know we come up with another topic but then quickly realize that this may also be another deep subject you yep. know we can't get away from this. there's so many things going wow. on with relationships and we yeah. like to highlight a lot of the things that we're seeing in session and this was one that you came up with why don't you why don't you introduce mm-hmm. it to people introduce introduce to people what we are talking about today yeah today so one of the things noticing with clients is uh, the transition, the conversations, the process tied to living yeah. that idea of stacking up, yeah. um, as some folks would call it, uh, it's complicated, it's nuanced. So we're hoping we can break it down and, and provide some insight into that. And as as Rick and I were talking, this may be a two part of folks. So yeah. just soon, who knows? Yo, there's so much, there's so many different components Ooh. to the idea. Or the concept living of living together, I'm right? You, just the concept, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, the moving in. I mean, every this every 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 there's so many different things. So many different things. So I'm yeah. very excited yeah. to talk about this today because, like <laughs> yeah. you, this comes up in session a lot um, mm-hmm. over the over the years too. Oh. And so, where do we start off? Well, you know where I want to start off. Mm-hmm. Let's just break down the differences between living long distance and moving in with somebody. And living in close proximity with someone that you've been dating and moving in with somebody. Because that's a there's a, a major difference in those kinds of transitions. So when you think about those couples that you've seen who have come together from long distance relationships and yep. now are moving in and living together and some of their struggles, how are mm-hmm. those different from some of the struggles you see with those couples who have been dating in closer proximity for a long time and now have moved in with each other? I, I, that's a really good angle. I wasn't even thinking about that, bro. Um, I think some of the things that come to me is for partners who are long distance, time is time is very tricky. So you don't see each other as often. And so when you do come together, it's 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 easy for everything to be smooth and fun. And, you know, everything is just going right. right. And, and and we're not taking into account that when we do come together under long distance circumstances we're not fully seeing the full picture when we stay with each other right and i'm using that word stay intentionally right yeah so 
that long distance because you got a home in another state or or um or somewhere far you're going to stay with your partner for the most part right right but the reality is and this is what i always like i'm glad you brought it is what those couples are seeing is not the full extent it's not the full reality it's not the full gamut of what it is to live together and so for those couples the long distance ones it's much trickier because they're not getting more uh time on a consistent basis right. to really, for those pieces to come together whereas couples who live much closer um I don't know, let's say, I, I don't know if we want to define it, but like, let's say within the 30 minute, 30 minute. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah, that's how it was for me and my wife. Well, we I don't know, D- like, DMV an hour might be close enough. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, you're right. I, I feel you on that. Um, Compared to those couples where there's far more opportunities to see each other, there's far more opportunities to stay longer or, or have repetitive times to see each right. other that gamut a little bit more um and 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 so which allows things to start coming up but when it's long distance that um that idea of like oh my gosh this is so perfect and i think that's that's far driven bro and i love to hear what you i think that's just far driven um those blinders yeah. are driven yeah back that see each other often and when we do get together as long distance partners we're just so enthralled and so excited that we're not really paying attention to some of the nuances of what this could look like if we really do move together yeah yeah i mean the thing about long distance relationships is that people are typically on their best behavior so when you (laughs) see them you know it's they are just the they are perfect they are everything you've ever wanted. That's why you've even been willing to date them long distance in the first place. And so yeah. you see them on very random occasions, maybe once a month, maybe once every six months, sometimes yeah. maybe once a year. And you'll yeah. have, you know, you'll have these beautiful three or four days together where everyone is on their best behavior. I'm telling you. Right? Everyone's on their best behavior. And so by the time you. you actually decide to move together, you're so in love with each other. You're thro- so enthralled with each other <laughs> yeah. that you think it's going to be the exact same way once you guys are in the same state, Facts. right? And Facts. more than likely, if you are moving from long distance to be with somebody, then you have given up most of everything else you already had, like the rest of your, your life, your job, your, um, your home and everything to be with this person. And more than likely, you are just moving into a new town and moving into your own place. You're going to move in with them. So you're not just yeah. jumping from, your home to another one of your homes and now you can have a chance to date in close proximity no you are moving in with the person so you go instantly into it with someone you only have known on their best behavior you don't know how they're going to behave on a daily basis so when you are in closer proximity you have a chance to date you get to see people in um, more of their natural habitat you get to see their their ups and their downs a lot more often because just from the fact that you're around them more often but that long distance thing there are a lot of stories that people would share with you from long distance that you don't get to see for yourself and now yep. here you are and seeing it up close and personal ain't like oh <laughs> this is a lot more than i expected you that's, know and so that's one of the hardest things about going from long distance into a um a living situation directly yeah directly so i would say just from jump if you are going to move long distance across the country whatever for your mate 
you might want to consider living by yourself and giving yourselves a chance to just date with that closer proximity for a while before you move in together. I know That's it's, a great it seems much more convenient point. to just, hey, we're, we're doing this. Let me just move in with you. You want to take some time to get to know that person on a more regular basis in a better way than you did when you guys were long distance. So that's that's why I want to kind of break that down because people will often think about, okay, we're moving in together and just kind of lump it all together. No. Sure. You have the opportunity to see more with someone when you are seeing them on a regular basis compared to someone who's only seeing them once a month or once every couple of weeks, you know? Yeah. Well, well, let me, like, so so here's here's something I'll throw back out to you. I I, I love your point, but um, I think on behalf of the audience, uh, Brother Reek, what's, what's your... What's your thoughts about the idea? Hey, you know, the economy is much harder. Um, it's a lot easier for couples nowadays, especially long distance, to combine resources, even in the form of, hey, living together. So the point that you're raising, like, why would they do that? Why should they do it? What are the true benefits behind what you're suggesting? I love it. I actually mm -hmm. know why and how <laughs> you're bringing that up. But for the audience, because it is hard economy, bro, yeah. like, what, what's, the, what's at the true part of what you're suggesting here. And I think we'll probably get into this a little bit deeper, you know, some of the reasons why people move in together, finances being one of them. And yeah. if you're that one of the reasons why you're moving to be closer to somebody is a way to save money, maybe. And you know, you think about yeah. finances and the economy and how everything's flowing, you might not have the resources to live separately. Again, yeah. you're setting yourself up to be stuck. So again, mm. you've already given up your mm. job, you've given up your home, you've given up your your lifestyle, whatever, from where you were to move in or move, yeah, move in with somebody. And now you're you're gonna be stuck. You're gonna feel like you're gonna feel stuck with this yeah. person. And that's yeah. not the way that you want to start off a relationship. Because again, you've only seen the person on their on the, when they're their best, best selves. Right. Yep. And so you wanna have a chance to get to see more parts of who they are in their natural environment. And if you're already living with them and you realize there's a lot to this person that you're either not flowing well with, not, um, you know, just not building well with, don't really like, you're going to feel stuck. And yeah. there's nothing worse. And trust me, I've been there myself. There's nothing <laughs> worse than being in a, a place that's foreign to you and feeling like you're stuck and you have nowhere else to go. Because mm. now, now that plays a bigger role in how your relationship's going to go. And yeah. how you're going to operate with your mate, you know, so, you, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to you're not going to think clearly. You're going to think, OK, how do I maintain what I yeah. need to in order to stay you know, safe and secure? So, yeah, there's some considerations, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I just I just wanted to throw it out there. Like you said, we'll we'll get deeper. But I think a lot of people lead with that now. I yeah. think in addition to love. So, um, especially for the long distance folks. Yeah. Now, yeah. what's your take? Same question, but what's your take on the folks who are living relatively closer together? Is right. it any different from what you're saying? So let's talk about that a little bit. Because when I think about that, when I think about the reasons why people move in together, there are yeah. several things that, that, that you, you want to be able to kind of highlight and look at. One mm -hmm. is the finances. So is this yeah. a financial decision that you're making? Because the reasons why you're moving in are also going to determine the direction of your relationship. So if you're moving yeah. in because of finances, that's one thing. If you're moving in because, you know, you're being very intentional and you know that the relationship is progressing in a way and you can both afford to live by yourselves, but you prefer to just be with this mate, it's going to progress in another way. Then there's a third way that a lot of people don't think about. You guys have just been staying with each other, have your own places, but you spend every night together 
and then eventually somebody's you know has four drawers in your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know how yeah. you got there, but it's a very organic and natural progression Absolutely. and process. But it wasn't intentional. So all you know is you woke up and you wake up three months after you guys got together and the person's there every day. And now you're just all of a sudden living together and you're just moving at the, in that direction. So those are the three things I think you need to, to three of the ways that people tend to get in this situation together. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that as well. I think for the, I think for the couples who live relatively closer, I don't know this for sure, but I can imagine, eh, I, I see it for both. I can imagine it being a very quick process of, Hey, because we already live close, we're 30 minutes away. We're already staying at each other's places every day. You know, it's, 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 it's very easy. Like you said, and I laugh where, um, partners do wake up one day and you say to yourself, like, wow, I look in my, my, my dresser and it's half of it. Half is yours, right. You know, (laughs) and, 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 and I love the word that you use. It is organic. Yeah. It, it, it's so organic. I, I, I love that word because when you really think about the reality of being in relationships, it's something that something like that is such a detail that we just naturally just fall into. I don't think right. people are actually like, I'm going to give you two and four. Uh, they may, but I think what happens is what you're saying. And that's when I'm thinking about those, those couples who live closer. It's, 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 it's just easier. I think for them to say, this is a smoother transition. We're already 30 minutes apart and we stay together. So let's just let's just go ahead and do this, right? Mm-hmm. But here's here's something I'm going to throw back at you. I was thinking about this when you were talking. I wonder, I wonder if one of the biggest differences between the long distance couples and the couples that stay that the couples that are closer, because I was thinking about what you said. One or both partners, not always. One of them or both of them may already have a strong support system existing. Mm-hmm. So if for the couples who live closer. That's not a big jump compared to someone who would have to leave their state, leave their job, leave right. family and friends, and now come over there. That's a different kind of sacrifice versus folks who are 30 minutes away. You know, if you live in PG County and another person lives in D.C., I mean, that's still not bad in terms right. of still a support system. I wanted to flag that because what ends up happening is there's 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 a part of this whole part of shacking up and living together that I think for long distance couples, it can be isolating for the person who makes that big jump. Without a doubt. I right. just wanted to name, I don't know yeah. how you feel, but I just wanted well, to name Well, that, I'm though. curious, you know, why is it significant to have a strong support system when you're taking into consideration moving in with somebody? Why is that even important in the first place? Relationships are hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what true, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, we gotta start there. Like, it's hard, and so all of us, all of us, even you and I as, as brothers, like. Relationships is hard. So you, you, you want to have access to people and, 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 and technology is cool. It's, it's, I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. We have, time. we have all kinds of means of staying connected, but as I, I, I've, I've grew up here and all the same thing with my wife born and raised in the DMV, but it's very different to relocate. It honestly oh, is yeah. Re- yeah. so different. It's a different psychological, mental, spiritual, physical process yeah, and so there's a reason why like um again i'm, I'm being I'm, i don't know this for sure but i can but just based on what i've when i've worked with couples over the years the person who's made that leap made that jump i mean they're banking on that one partner who the, you, I, I gotta name it i Dude. mean i don't know if it's like they are bent you are now their everything everything you become problem. their everything yes exactly exactly 
you know, that's one of the considerations you have to make also when you are moving, especially long distance, that the person that you're moving with has a life already in that place. Like you said, they may have a yeah. support system, they have their friends, they have their job, and you are actually coming into their life, you're into their world. You know, for you, if they, you know, if you guys are living in the same place in the same area where you're combining lives, you know, you have your own sets of friends, you may have your family, you have your jobs, and you guys are just bringing that all together. But now when you are moving from long distance, guess what? Yeah. Again, yeah. you're giving everything up. And yep. now it's all about their world and they become your world because you have abandoned yours. I'm and so you. that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot. A lot of pressure to it's put on somebody. It's a right? lot. And so, again, that's one of the considerations you have to make when you are planning on moving from long distance. What am I giving up and what are going to be my expectations yep. of that new per uh, that person who I'm moving in with? Good point. Good point. Expe right. And why is no, no, no. Seriously, you and I, we've talked episode after episode, season after season about expectations. Oh, yeah. But I, I kind of like, you know, put a fine comb on this, or, or at least for you to do it, because I know you Why you put it on me? Why I got to do this? <laughs> why I got to do the no, lifting here? No, go ahead. No, because you talk about expectations a lot. Yeah. But when we talk, but, but something like this, Rick, honestly, living together, especially for long couples, um, that person who makes the leap, Say a little bit more about the expectations because we need to like just, you know, let's let's push that a little bit more because I don't think usually both partners realize the hidden expectations about one person relocating their whole life yeah. to be the other person and then the other person realizing what expectations truly come. You, they may be happy. They may be even appreciative. I've heard partners say I'm so appreciative that they made the sacrifice for me, mm -hmm. but the expectations, yeah, because you, what you and I are naming is, you're now to everything. They have left everything. And I don't think couples are really talking that through. Mm -hmm. So when you think about the expectation, why is it, why are those expectations even far more important for something like living together or talking about living together, especially for long distance couples? Typically when you are having a conversation with somebody, again, been there, when you had a conversation with somebody <laughs> about moving from where they are to be with you, you're kind of building up the expectation that you're going to take care of them. You know, whatever way possible, sometimes financially, mostly emotionally, you yeah. know. And so if they're coming to where you are, they may not have anybody there, no friends, yeah. no family. They may have no other connections, they may not have a job. They may not be able to transfer their job. And so when they come to live with you and live in your space, they are completely dependent on you. And, of course, we're not thinking about that. We're thinking, okay, well, they'll come here, and yet, of course, there'll be some transition problems, but we'll work it out. You don't realize that a lot of the problems that the per other person's going to have is going to be on you to fix and solve because they're not going to have the answer, right? Mm -hmm. And so whether it's entertainment, the star for entertainment, well, they don't have any friends to go out with, so wherever you want to, whatever they want to do, you're going to have to bring them to. Right. So if you want to go out to a, a restaurant, if you want to go out to um, the movies, if you want to go out to a club, it's all stuff that's based on what you know and what you find, you know, so you're going to have to entertain them when it comes to the living situation. Well, even if they're coming and they're, you know, they want to split bills. So say if they do have some income that they're coming with, it's still going to be on you to kind of continue what you've been doing with paying bills because you know where everything is. So mm. they may contribute more, but you're still going to be in charge of paying the bills. Mm. When it comes to shopping, food shopping, you have your 
places that you already go to. You already have yeah. in mind where you go to do your um, grocery shopping. And so yeah. now you have to drag them along on that. They're going to want to know what you're doing. They're going to want to know how your world works. And so the expectation is that you are introducing your entire world to this person so they can figure out how they want to navigate um, this new circumstances, this new environment. But it's mm -hmm. all falling on you. And sometimes it feels unfair because it's almost like, you know, am I being used here? Are you taking advantage of me? But no, it's just the nature of someone moving from far away looking for help. And you are that help. You are completely, they're, they're basically completely dependent on you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I, 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 I appreciate you naming that because I think again, that, that, that stems out of communication about this topic mm -hmm. and couples have to be very intentional when talking about living together. It's very not, transparent. Not, yeah. Beyond, beyond the love and the excitement, we have to have serious conversations. Mm -hmm. We have to these expectations when Rick, when you were talking i also think for couples we need to we all need to talk about our boundaries mm -hmm. what 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 are our boundaries regarding finances uh shopping all of those things and the reason why i bring it up too is because especially my wife and i have talked about this many times there's and i don't know what you, i don't know what you think but okay so there's a difference whether long distance couples or mm -hmm. couples who live 30 minutes away they hear ultimate my wife and I talk about this all the time. So there's a difference between um, living together and finding a new place oh. versus living together and going to one person's Yeah. Spot. Oh, yeah. Very oh, yeah. Very, very yeah. Talk, and, talk on that one, please. Bro, my wife and I talk. Well, it, it's, it's, it, it, my wife and I experienced this as well. Like, so, so in full disclosure, my wife is the only, only partner I ever lived with. And, um, and that was very intentional. Right. Uh, but yeah, she, like I said, my wife is amazing. And so yeah, she she won the keys. Like nobody else was able to the keys. She, she got she the won keys. the that's keys. One thing. I like outside, that. Place. Outside of outside of putting the ring on it, she that's one of her exclusive claims in my life. She won the, the keys. Of, that's a t-shirt, bro. She won the that's keys, a, that's bro. a t-shirt right there. She won the keys. She won the keys. She did. She ain't <laughs> no one else before. And and that's a fact. That's right. A fact, right. No doubt. But reason why I bring that up is it's it's different because when we lived together, she moved into my spot okay. um, that I was living. And we didn't, I mean, it wasn't like we had problems. It's where she was coming from, which was good for me to hear and understand. It wasn't fully her home. Mm -hmm. And so it, it wasn't as, like she was comfortable, but it wasn't as comfortable for her to flex, for her to spread her wings, for her to feel that, that she can decorate. Now, mind you, that's in lieu of me always saying, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. This is your space. It didn't really matter. And it's not because my wife didn't believe me, but it's like that psychological difference, bro. That folks, that psychological difference of this is a joint space that my name is on the lease or my name is on the mortgage or whatever it is, is much different boundaries and expectations that comes with, oh, you're moving to my spot or I'm moving to your spot because yeah. the reality is, the person whose home that um, the partner whose home that uh, the other person is going to move to, things are already set up. There's a routine within that household. Yep. There are, you know what I mean. And so yep. it's it's. I'm not saying that it's a bad idea. I want to be very clear. But I had to flag it because my wife and I talk about this all the time. That there's a major difference when people are talking about living together. Are you are you is the plan to we're going to go get a new spot mm -hmm. for. A new chapter for both of us to feel that we yeah. are writing the story yeah. versus 
you're going to move to my spot or I'm going to move to your spot, bro, completely different. We'd yeah. love to hear it. I had to flag it. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for my wife and I, we had the perfect setup. You talk about the whole organic way of getting together and moving in together. Um, so early on in our relationship, we've just been together. Like night after night, we've been yeah. together. And she's mostly been coming to my place because at the time, you know, her daughter and grandkids were staying with her. And so yeah. it was just easier and more convenient for her to come stay with me. And so as we got closer and closer together, she was spending more and more time with me. Right. Yeah. And then next thing you know, she just there every single day. So it was very, very <laughs> organic. But she hadn't moved in. She had a whole dresser to herself. Yeah. You know, she yeah. had a whole dresser to herself and she had, you know, room in the closet for her. You know, sure. but she wasn't officially living with me because she still had her own place. So That's if had anything yeah. happened between the two of us, she could mm -hmm. go back to her place and be comfortable and be confident and not feel stuck with me. You know, I'm a, I'm a lot. You know, so she she you know she was able to, to figure out how to manage being with me and um stuck around. Very lucky for me. But she always had her own place to go back to. Yep. When we decided to get married is when we decided that, to find a place for the both of us. So yeah. she wasn't moving into my place. I wasn't moving into her exactly. place. We found yeah. a place where we could both bring everything that we had together and create it as our own, not you bringing your life into cool. mine or me bringing my life into yours. No, this yeah. combined. And so yep. I think that was probably the the best way to go about doing because we never felt stuck. We never felt the pressure to have to be together. It wasn't, it wasn't financial. It wasn't anything. This is what we yeah. wanted to do. We already yeah. knew that we wanted to get married. We already engaged. And so that's when we decided to find a place for the both of us. I think yeah. a lot of people, and this gets into the motivation behind why people actually move in together. A lot of people do make the decision to move in together because of finances, you yeah. know, and they wanted to figure out how can I better manage my finances? How can I get myself out of debt? Um, how can we lower our bills? Mm -hmm. And so moving in together will probably solve a lot of that for us. And when we do this, then me moving into your space will save me money and then it'll save you money and we're good. And so we're yeah. not thinking about at that time finding a place for the two of us because essentially what we're trying to do is find a find a way to save money. And the best yeah. way to do that is to move into wherever you are and split the bills. Because more than likely, if you're going to find a new place, that new spot is going to cost more money than where, you, where one of you are already living. You know, so sure. again, yeah. some motivation behind why you're moving together. We moved together literally because of love. We were getting married. That's what our plan was. But yeah. a lot of people's motivation to get to get together in the first place or move in together is because they're trying to save money. And if that's what your motivation is, the approach is going to be very, very different. You may find yourself living in your mate's space for a longer period of time because the point is to save that money. Sure. You know, sure, sure. You know, and, so, and, 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 and also to be fair, um, even when that happens, mm -hmm. um, it's 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 not always long term. You know, like mm -hmm. it, it's yeah. it's from this. You know what I mean? It's from the standpoint of, like you said, from a financial standpoint. Hey, it may be we we you know you move into my spot for a year, we save up, and then after a year, we're gonna go get like a new spot or whatever. Right. I mean, again, the the economy is very hard and tricky on folks, mm -hmm. and so. Um, but I, I like what you're saying about the idea of motivation. Folks need to be clear about the motivation. Yeah. We need to talk about those motivations. Let's be honest about our motivations too. Yeah. I, I think honesty is very important. Look, I don't knock people. I gotta be, I gotta be hundred. I can't knock anyone to saying like, 
you know, outside of love, mm -hmm. you know, I, I want to move in because it helps me save money. I can't knock people for that. I mean, right. like it's it's really hard out here, right? Yeah. Um, but but your point is well taken about what's the motivation. Name it, talk about it, be clear, and and move from there. But um, people's situations change, so it's mm -hmm. not everything that we're saying is it can go so many different ways. Uh, of course, uh, yeah. uh, over the course of time. So yeah, but even getting back to the motivation, and you mentioned boundaries earlier. When we think yeah. about the things that motivate us to move in with somebody, there may be things that motivate us to not move in with somebody. We may not yeah, actually be ready, fair. but the other person is highly motivated to move in with you because maybe of their financial situations or because mm -hmm. of, you know, they need help with their kids, which is a whole other conversation, blending families, whole other mm -hmm. conversation we need to maybe add to this maybe later on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if one person is being motivated because of their own financial struggles and the other person is well-established, you know, the person who's well-established may not be ready emotionally, you know, or relationally to move in with yeah. you. And so when yeah. we're talking about moving in and, and planning on and being intentional about it, you mm. have to be transparent about where you are. Yeah. You know, you may have yeah. to establish a boundary. Hey, look it, I love you. I love the direction our relationship is going in. I'm not ready to move in. Just because you love somebody, just because you guys are close, just because you guys spend a lot of time together is not always a good reason to move in with each other. Right. So again, again, getting back to that boundary, I mean, mm -hmm. getting back to that motivation. And so mm -hmm. it's a matter of being able to have a conversation and be transparent with your mate that, hey, I love you. I love spending time with you. I just don't know if I'm ready to move in with you. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready yeah. to, to combine our lives in that way. You know, yeah. so you want to be yeah. transparent about that. But you also want to know that about yourself. You have to be able to have that conversation with your mate. So, you know, let's, let's start there. But then if you yeah. do, if you are both on the same page about wanting to live together, okay, so what are your true motivations? Is it because of finances? And if it is because of finances, what what's your plan for that? What's your plan? Because you again, like Dr. John said, you don't want to be in a situation where you're living long-term under somebody else's roof and feeling like you're living under somebody else's roof. So what's your plans for you know combining your finances, saving your money, and then possibly moving into something else because the other thing you have to take into consideration if you are struggling financially and the other person is pretty well set up now we're talking about where you are in your stage of life because if you're getting yeah. married if you're if you're looking at being in a relationship when you're older and one person much more established then more than likely you are going to be moving into their home and then figure mm. it out from there right mm. Mm, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's well said. I, I, I can't really add to that because it's a, a lot of what we're saying is all interconnected. You're yeah. you're you having uh, and I like what you said. You, you have we have to have conversations with ourselves first. Be very clear about what we're hoping to get out of living together. Um, any particular timelines when you were talking? I think another thing that needs to be highlighted for couples when they talk: be honest about timelines. You know, don't just go in yeah. and just say like, "Oh, we'll figure it out down the line." No, there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, um, uh, I'll move into your spot, but after a year, I would love for us to start yeah. venturing off." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like state these things because when I've worked with couples, a lot of things go unsaid, and then resentment builds in. Oh my god! And yeah. and, it, and it's and it's not it's it's not fair. I mean, it, it's it's not fair. People can't read minds. I don't know if you want to move in a year, mm -hmm. um, or I don't know if you want to. You know, you want or uh, how about another one? Like, oh, I, I I didn't know that you wanted me to move to your spot. I mean, like, yeah. I, I we we you know what I mean? Like, you should have said something. And so people have to be very clear 
for themselves. You talk to your partner about it. You try to get a sense of be transparent. Um, you got to be transparent. Yeah, yeah. Get a sense of what collaboration for this particular process looks like, and 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 try to do right by each other. You know, because mm -hmm. love is at the heart of it. But at the same time, this is life. Yeah. This this yeah. is life. Like this is housing. This is finances. This is a lot. So this isn't a really small decision here mm -hmm. for folks to just be like, oh, we love each other. We're having a great time and we should do it, especially for two grown adults. You got to slow this down for yourself. Slow it down for your partner and try to have as many. And I and I always like to tell people have conversations as plural. Yeah. OK, yeah. this is not a one time deal. Yep. Yeah, it's not a one time deal. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's planning. You're, you're basically planning your life yeah. with somebody, you know, and these, yeah. this is why you want to have the conversation, because. You know what? Sometimes I feel like with our jobs, especially when we talk about planning, the whole idea behind that is to avoid you being resentful later on. Yeah. You know, that's the so goal. we don't we don't want you to sit up here and be disappointed because your expectations were met. We don't want you to feel resent resentment because of decisions that were made for you or you feel like decisions were made for you that you weren't comfortable with. We're trying to help mm -hmm. you avoid resentment. So when we start talking Absolutely. about planning, understand we don't want you to be resentful. So if you plan ahead, not saying things are going to go perfectly, Correct. but there are Correct. conversations <laughs> that you can have ahead of time and plans that you can develop ahead of time that will minimize the chances of resentment later on and put you on a better path to a healthier relationship. And we're all about those healthy relationships. So having yeah. these conversations all about planning, what is the plan for us? You know, are we planning on moving in and not talk about, you know, marriage? You know, are we yeah. just moving, are we just shacking up to shack up? You know, so we playing have to have house. that conversation, right? Are we just playing house? You know, yeah. are we having conversations beforehand about what the bills are going to look like? I mean, there's so yeah. many different considerations. Let's talk about finances. Let's talk about division of labor. Yeah. You know, let's talk about, um, you know, the need for personal space. Yeah. You know, there are so many things to consider that people don't before they decide to move in with somebody or they actually move in with somebody and haven't had these conversations. So let's talk yeah. about that for a second. What are some of the major considerations you need to discuss while planning on moving in with somebody? I think you listed a good amount of them. There's finances. Uh, I think there's also location, to be honest oh, with yeah, you. I think location mm -hmm. is a very big deal. Um, I think uh, you, had, you had mentioned a couple other things. Oh, division of labor. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, when you said division of labor, one thing that came up for me that uh, folks need to talk about, especially if one person's moving to the other person's spot, um, that person, that was their spot. There are certain tendencies and ways that they like to do things. Yeah. And that's like a the, very how, critical how they conversation. How they move in their own space, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, 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 and because again, I think people like the idea. They like the idea of, oh yeah, you get to be around, but you soon find out like, oh, uh, you need to cover your stuff when you put it in the microwave. And, mm -hmm. and, right. But right. that wasn't a problem when 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 you guys were just hanging out and, and, and your partner was, you know, like there's a lot of You need of to pick up your clothes off the floor. Why, they, why is yeah. everything on the floor? That's the one I hear all the time. You know, yeah, like how, that's that's another one. I think uh, when you brought a personal space, I think that is critical. Yeah. I think that's actually a huge conversation because you know why? It's much different in terms of what personal space looks like when you both have your own spaces. Yeah. When you both had your own homes. Yep. When you were just bouncing from house to house. Yep. Personal space looked different. Yeah. Now that day in and day out and 24 hours. You're not going home? together. You, you, you're here all the time now. You're not going. You, you, don't, have, you don't have somewhere time? else to go. <laughs> 
you realize pretty quickly, like, oh, this is much, much different. Yeah. You see? So, like, you know, those things. I'm trying to think of, like, other things that are very relevant for couples to talk about. Um, Privacy. Transportation. Oh, transportation. I think tra- transportation yeah. is really transportation, big. Yeah. Um, I've had couples in which, you know, one person may not have a car, but other one does. Right. Or, you know, so you got to wheel that person around, as, mm-hmm. as my mom would yeah. always say. Um, it, it, it's, th- like, there's, there's a lot to really consider. And so that's why we're saying that from a planning standpoint, it's a lot of conversations. It really is. And I think if people can be very uh, honest, transparent, I, I think I think it's a I think it's a very very critical way to uh, reduce resentment and also reduce a lot of problems. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That division of labor, though, as I said right here, the wife is in the chat right now, so she's listening. She's making sure that yeah, you know, she, look at she, that. She's adding. She's adding to the conversation today. But yeah, division of labor is a major one. That's one that we that a lot of people don't consider before they move in. You know, again, you don't understand the other person's habits. Yeah. Right, you don't. Yeah. Understand, you know, you haven't had these. Con- you haven't had to have these conversations. You, you yeah. haven't had to have conversations around laundry and cooking and all these other things. And so, when you think yeah. about division of labor, how did you? This is this is go off of your example because you guys, you and your wife are like on point. <laughs> how did you guys come up with a plan around division of labor? Yeah, we we it was it was both organic and intentional, right? Mm-hmm. So living together, my wife noticed, you know, how I clean and how often I clean and she respected that. And it was helpful to just talk through it in terms of, uh, cause there's always so much to do in terms of division of labor. Cleaning is not one of them. And, but it's important to have equity. Boom. There goes that word again. See, equity is a really big, important part. And a lot of that comes down to, um, it's not about equality. You know, I've talked about this many times before. It's not about equality, but it's about equity. And so if I am, you know, vacuuming, cleaning and, 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 and all of these other things. So what does that mean about some of the other big time things such as cooking? Right. Right. What my wife and I did is like we organically were already maneuvering around each other. We were very respectful around how the other person was moving and at the same time having conversations. Oh, babe, I really, I like, I noticed it's like, let's say the first couple of weeks we lived together. It's like, oh, I noticed that she not only loves, but she, she spends a lot of time cooking. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me talk to her about it. What are her expectations that if she's doing a lot of cooking, what are her expectations of me? You know, when it comes to that, that, so so she naturally, yeah. So she was naturally doing it. Mm -hmm. I was even naturally cleaning. And so we just talked and said, you know, try to plan. But what's also helpful to do though, is you need to have ongoing conversations. Cause one of the things my wife and I do very well is things change. Mm -hmm. So when, 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 you know, for her, if she's having a really chill week, then she's more available to do things around the house and I'm not as available. Right. But we talk right. about that. It's not just, we just, it goes unspoken. That's why we don't, we've ne- I don't want to say never, but it's very, very rare for my, it's very rare. I mean, we've been together all these, it's very rare for us to have conflict around division of labor. Right. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you have to be very respectful and pay attention to what your partner is going through. Mm-hmm. So if I know my wife is having a busy, busy week, then that's when I'm like, okay, John, and I'll tell her, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to cook a lot this week. Right. And knowing that that's her thing, I'm going to cook a lot because why? She got this, she got this, and yeah. she got to do X, yeah. Y, and Z. And it's not about feeling bad. And it doesn't mean that that's the new plan. It's just that for this week, 
And then what do we do? We yeah. talk about it at the end of the week. Hey, babe, you had a really busy week, you know, and, and, and oh, another big thing when you're going to live together. I say this to all my couples all the time. My wife and I do this a lot and it's very healthy and it's very I you got to show appreciation, man. Like oh, there have been yeah. times when my wife has my back where she knows I don't have any time to do anything. And yeah. then I'll come out and she'll say, oh, I, I, I cleaned up our sink or whatever. And let's say like that's something I would do. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like, yeah. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. I was busy. And the fact that you thought of doing that, you know, when, when I, I thank my wife all the time, my wife thanks me, you know, mm -hmm. like you, this is a team effort. So it's not just about having conversations, like appreciate, see and appreciate, because that helps be a team within one household. So, you know, people are looking for the secret sauce about how and why, and, and we get complimented all the time of, of what makes us a really great team. It's just allowing each other to be themselves and really having intentional conversations about what that means and what that looks like mm -hmm. and the last thing i'll say be flexible that's why i brought yeah, up yeah, like, not every week not every week is my wife going to be super busy not every week am i going to be super busy right. but when it does happen what's the plan how right. do we how do we and my wife and i use that language how do we get through this week what do you need? Hmm. What do I need? Hey, Tuesday, I'm not done until 930. Yep. Oh, okay. So how do we pivot and move around that? And I don't think a lot of people do that. I think people are just kind of moving as individual spheres within our household and there's hidden expectations. Right. My wife and I don't do that. Yeah. You, we can't afford to do that. No, you guys, to be you, honest, you we cannot afford on. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a lot of people who do that. The reason they, they stick with what they want. Right. And I think that's yeah. the other part that you want to take into consideration when it comes to division yeah. labor is that a lot of people only want to do what they want to do. And so yeah. now uh -huh. when you are too busy to do what you normally do, normally do, because we're talking about flexibility, which yeah. you normally do. Well, they want to still hold you to that because they don't want to do it themselves. All right. Mm -hmm. That's what you decided to take on. You just said you wanted to cook. Well, I don't have any plans on cooking because that's your role now. Oh, you're yeah. too busy. Well, you know, I guess we have to order out because I'm not cooking. You know, people yeah. get stuck into their own, you know, little compartments and say, this is what I do. This is what you do. And there is no reciprocity. There is no balance. There is yeah. no fairness. You know, there is no flexibility. This is just what we do. And so you want, that's one thing that you won't ever discover about somebody until you live with them, right? Yeah, true. But once you're, you know, when you're having these conversations, again, trying to get ahead of it, it is about approaching them from a place of consideration and fairness. Yeah. Right. When you talk absolutely. about equity, to me, equity is about balance. How do yeah. we balance things out? They don't have to be perfectly even, but how nope. do things balance out enough where it feels fair? Right. So you may have eight tasks. I may have six tasks, but my six tasks balance out those eight that you have. So it's not just about the number, yeah. but maybe about Correct. the effort or the time that goes into it. So it all yeah. has to balance out. And we want to feel, we want to make sure that we have a, a sense of fairness in how we are dividing labor and tasks and and yeah. and, and, and um, chores around the house. You just want to yeah. make sure you have that balance. But if you come from a, from a standpoint of, okay, these are things that, oh, especially from the more traditional, you know, this is what men do and this is what women do. If you come from it, from that standpoint or from what, you know, I'm just going to do what I feel comfortable doing and you have to pick up the rest of the slack, that's going to take away from that sense of fairness and bitterness and resentment follow. Again, yeah. we're trying to avoid <laughs> that resentment, but that will follow. Yeah. I think the other thing that motivates my wife and I too, when you were talking, and this is big, is we 
we are intentionally trying to prevent burnout of the other spouse. Oh yeah, that's too. Yeah, are. for sure. Like, yeah. like, like, my, I don't want my wife burning out. Even right. with the twins, like, no, nah, I don't want her burning out. Now, it doesn't mean that she, we don't have hard days with the twins, but I got to make sure that she gets through the end of the day, and she does it for me. My mm -hmm. wife doesn't want me burning out with all the stuff that I do. She doesn't want me burning out, mm -hmm. and but it takes a lot. And, and, you know, some of the things that we do at the end of every night, brother, we debrief. Right. Like we, 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 we sit there and we debrief and because we got a plan for the next day, because if it's one of those weeks, okay, we got through today. So what does tomorrow look like? Um, well, you know, this is what my schedule looks like. We do that every day. Mm -hmm. What does my schedule look like? What does your schedule look like? Okay. We got an appointment over here. How do we want to do it's, 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 I, I, and, and to me, it's fun. It's like an ongoing puzzle that you're trying to figure out. And so, and who best to engage in this, putting this puzzle together, then with your, then with your partner. Right. Like, that's what makes us a really great team. It's hard, it's difficult, but who else would we wanna be in the situation with? So you do think about flexibility. You do have to think about you equity. Because you do have to think about their wellness. There, there are times where I tell my wife like, leave them, I got them. Right. Like, don't even worry about it, go upstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I got this, you yeah. know, and, and and it's not about, it doesn't matter how many meetings I got or sessions or whatever. It's not about that is if I see her on the brink of burning out, oh, I'm getting involved. Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with like, nah, like she not really taking account of what I'm going through. It's a team, bro. She would do it for me. Mm -hmm. She's done it for me. Yeah. So we don't have time for that level of selfishness, especially if you're going to live together. So I think the mindset has to change. Right. It has to change. Even if it is your spot, it got to change. It's funny. As you're talking about that, I instantly go back to our conversation about role strain. You know, you talk yeah. about that burnout. Role strain contributes to burnout. You know, yeah. if you feel like you're doing too much and things are unbalanced and not fair, you're going to feel burnt out, you know, and and stressed out over all the things that you're carrying. So, yep. you know, that's like a continuation of that conversation. Yep. On top bro. of wanting to make sure that my wife doesn't get burnt out. The other thing to take into consideration is that um, emotional protection. You know, yep. I want her to always, again, feel like there's a sense of fairness of how things are being handled in this household. So yeah. if I... if there are times, I'm not going to lie, there are times where I know that there are a lot of dishes in the sink and I have plans on getting to them later on. If I hear them doing, if I hear her doing them, I start to feel guilty because like, oh man, oh, I know she's probably thinking that, um, again, here goes a mind review. I know yeah, she's probably thinking that oh, here, here he goes, is leaving a mess in the sink and it's up to me to clean up. And it's like, oh, that wasn't my intention. And so I start feeling guilty if I hear her doing the dishes. You know, so now I try and get ahead of it whenever I can because I again I don't want that that sense of unfairness to seep into our relationship anywhere. So to protect sure. her emotionally, you know, there are things that I may step up and do to um that I don't want to do necessarily, but I know I have to get done. And that's the part that I think a lot of people don't take into consideration. Just because you don't want to do them doesn't mean that they don't they, they don't still have to get done. And so in order to make things again feel fair in the house, you may have to do more um of the things that you don't want to do so that yeah. the other person isn't necessarily always in charge of doing them, you know, but yeah. man, look yeah. it, there are so I many know. different components. There's so much more we need to talk about. So we would do Definitely. a part two on this. Definitely do I, will a part be, two. I won't be surprised if we have to do a part three on this. This is a, this is a very um, important conversation to have because ultimately at some point when you are in a relationship, if it's going to move forward, then you're probably going to have to move in with them. 
And so there are a lot of things to take into consideration as you're making that move. So we will continue this conversation in upcoming episodes. But Dr. John, with what we did talk about today, what we did cover today, what are some of your noble truths? Uh, um, Figure things out for yourself first before uh, making any kind of moves. Conversations are really good. Uh, Like we said, be honest, be transparent. Um, Also know that this is another person who you're talking to who has feelings, thoughts, a lifestyle, all of that. Um, And I'd say the other thing, too, is um, try to do as much planning together as possible before making that big jump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to. You have to take that time to plan. Definitely. Definitely. I would say my noble truths for this week are, look, understand what you're being motivated by when it comes to moving in. Because every motivation isn't necessarily noble. You know, make sure that you're not doing this only because of what you want, but this is going to mutually benefit both of you guys. Sometimes, especially if you're coming from the financial angle, you only think about, okay, well, I'm trying to protect myself and here's an out. This person is willing to put me up or, or make a space for me so that I'm not struggling financially, but okay, but how are they benefiting other than just having your presence there? So make sure that, you know, when you're, when you think about the things that are motivating you, that is, you're taking into consideration the other person as, as well. Um, the other noble truth I have too is, like Dr. John said, yo, be transparent about what you're feeling. If you're not being upfront and letting the person know how you really feel about moving in and how you feel about this part of the progression of a relationship, then it's gonna come back up later on. And more than likely, it's gonna come from a place of resentment. And again, we're trying to avoid that sense of resentment. So keep those things in mind, all right? So yeah, so Dr. John, great talk with you today, man. I'm glad we had this conversation because we needed to have this conversation. And um, you know, as we wrap up, tell everybody where they can find out more about you and what you got going on, Chief. Yeah, feel free to come check us out at kingsoftheheart.com. Very exciting year, it's 2024. So uh, come check us out. We keep it updated as much as possible. Um, Check out all our uh, podcasts uh, on all the different social media platforms, all the different uh, audio uh, places. We're around. Uh, All you got to do is type us, type in the name, and we're there. Um, Feel free to, uh, you know, any clinical services, any talks, anything like that, feel free to reach out to uh, Relationship Counseling Center of Maryland. That's RCC Maryland spelled out.com. And um, also doing a lot of great work with the Vera Institute of Justice. Criminal justice reform is important. We need it, especially yeah. for us as a people. So uh, that's where you can find me. Yeah, Brother Rick, where can we find you, bro? Like Dr. John said, go to kingsoftheheart.com and you can find. Everything you need about us, all everything we're about to list here is actually listed on the webpage, so you can find it there. But if you don't go there, look, you can find us streaming on all the different platforms. But now you can see us on video, so go right to YouTube. You can go to Facebook, type in Kings of the Heart, and it'll pop right up, so you get to see our faces now. It's not just our voices, it's our faces too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you have that, but you can find out more about me and what I have going on at insightmft.com that's my clinical site or you can just go to my website tarikomariwalton.com to find out everything that I have in the in the pipeline right now so there that's about go. it so alright Dr. John brother good to see you man I'm glad Always we had this conversation too, bro. bro look forward to continuing Absolutely. this and uh, look at listeners we will talk to you again soon peace, peace.